Welcome to the show, everybody. Episode number two. This is your host, Gio, and my partner in crime and also host, Nathan Tony. Say hello to the people, Nathan. Hello, hello. We just witnessed the greatest Monday night football game that I've ever watched. And I was nervous, excited, sad, and also had to poop all during the entire game, just like Lamar Jackson. What did you think of that game? That game was nuts. But before we get to it, be easy when you make fun of me for the intro this week. All right, back to it. <laughs> so um, the Brown Bowl last night, as, as I'm considering it, was wildly entertaining. It had everything. One of the games of the year, very high scoring, had some great defensive plays. And to be honest, it decided a couple matchups that I wasn't too happy about. But, you know, I kind of saw it coming. So, before we get into our fantasy matchups, what's your take on the Cleveland Browns and and the Baltimore Ravens? Was this a game where the Browns kind of said, hey, like, we are a good football team, even though they lost? So, to put up 42 points on a team that you put up six, I believe it was, week one, and got absolutely blown out, and to then put up that much of an effort that went down to the very end, you can see the improvement in just in that alone for the entire season. So, it's definitely bringing the Browns up to a more legit category. I'll consider them a legit threat, though, once they close the playoff berth, which I think can happen next week. I'm not sure. I know with the loss here... It doesn't help, but they're still a game or two out of clinching a playoff berth. So we'll see. And I know they play the Giants at least once, so that should help. But so, so in terms of clinching for the well, let me talk about this. So I've been watching. I've watched every single Browns game this year, and I have seen the transformation from that Ravens game to the team that we saw, you know, last Sunday in, in that first half. You know. And all all game last game. I mean, they're just a good football team. They have a phenomenal new head coach in Kevin Stefanski who calls the right plays. It is, you know, the Sean Payton to Drew Brees and has turned Baker into a, you know, I think Baker was like a 20 for 20, 20 TDs, 20 interceptions. And, and, And he's done five picks this year. So clearly what he is a huge step forward this year. And, and you're starting to see that that arm talent. You're starting to see him, you know, run away from pressure because he's starting to feel it. You know, you're really starting to get the what, you know, he was in Oklahoma. And you got that glimpse during his rookie year. And that's why, you know, he was so hyped was his, his rookie year. He broke the rookie record for touchdowns thrown by a rookie. Rookie. Sorry, I had to say that again. Like, you're finally seeing who Baker Mayfield was drafted to be by the Browns. And, you know, it just it, it's all about coaching in the NFL. A good coach and a bad coach can make or break a quarterback. It definitely and, helps for Baker that he doesn't have Freddie Kitchens anymore or uh, Hugh Jackson. They are just – they are just bad. <laughs> and, like – you know, just some of the coaching decisions. I, and, I, you know, I'm a big Browns fan for anyone who doesn't know. 
Um, I loved Freddie Kitchens going into it just because I liked who he was as a person. But, you know, football, you have to have some intelligence. And I'm sure Freddie's a, a very smart guy when it comes to football knowledge. But for running an entire team, you need to have, you know, math smarts. You need to understand how to motivate people other than, you know, yelling in their face. And, you know, I just think Kevin Stefanski just brings it all. He also, fun fact, Kevin Stefanski went to Brown University. Isn't that a funny fact? Leagues. The Ivy Leagues. But on the other side of things, John Harbaugh, he's a genius. He must have gone to some, like, really insane school. I forget what yeah. that was. Do you remember? Ah, whatever. It, it, it was Miami but, University of Ohio. Oh, he did. That's right. But, yeah, the Ravens got back on track last night. I think Lamar only <laughs> threw the ball about 12 times, but – and how many times insanely fast? And how many times were uh, how many of those twelve throws were in the last two drops? You know, yeah, like probably half of them. Yeah, so many times last night. It, you know, it's first and ten. It's second and like four or five. And I think the Browns are going to get a sack, and it turns into a fifteen-yard gain. And you're just like, yeah, you can't be mad about it because, you know. Olivier Vernon, like Mac Wilson, a linebacker, they're not catching it. Like he, a linebacker, a D lineman is just not gonna outrun my, you know, Lamar. Ch- you know, Miles Garrett maybe could, and he's you know he a top not three outrun Lamar Jackson. There's he, zero chance he would ever catch him. <laughs> he would have the best chance of anyone on the Browns, but you know he's one of the three best pass rushers in the league. He got beat up a little bit last night, but um, that's because John Harbaugh showed that they really do need a number one wide receiver. Hollywood Brown, yeah, he's a good deep threat guy, but he drops everything, literally. Yeah. Besides for that last drive, they so they could they honestly need, they need a legit number one wide receiver, and they could be even more dangerous than they are now. They you know they they use Mark Andrews basically as the number one wide receiver. Um, but I, I, you know, I could see him going out and trying to get another tight end. Like we could see it with a genius. Like wouldn't surprise me. You never know. And, and speaking of Mark Andrews, the Cleveland Steamers clinched a semifinal berth yesterday. I had Dalvin, not Dalvin Cook. I had Kareem Hunt and Mark Andrews, and I needed five points. It's got to yeah. feel good to, to exercise some demons there. Congratulations, by the way. Well, Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I perform as well as you did, and it's got to feel good to get that off your chest. <laughs> it does. You know, the, the weight of being the number one seed and losing to the eight off of, you know, your team just not performing very well and a, a bad start sit decision, you know, last year, Gio, I was the one seed. Gio was the eight seed. Gio ended up taking me down by four or five points, and I had AJ Brown with thirty points on my bench. So to to be able to reach the semifinal, to be able to not be Andy Dalton, the Andy Dalton of the league, you know it. It feels good. It feels good. Yeah, let's break down some of the matchups a little bit. I mean, Josh Allen ended up being outperforming Ben Roethlisberger, but it wasn't going to be enough. 
I mean, I told you earlier in the group made that the Bills was not going to be an easy matchup in the no. playoffs, and I believe your backup, eh, Teddy Bridgewater, had 20 points, so that probably would have been the start, but it didn't end up really mattering. Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara pretty much matched each other, which Kamara, that was kind of a, a surprising game, even the way it ended with the Saints losing. Yeah. Still surprised Kamara actually like caught that many balls. It was like an old Kamara game from like week five or something like that. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and on, on the on the contrary, there Dalvin Cook going up against Tampa Bay, who's a top five rush defense. You know, just proves that you get you get the top five guys. It doesn't matter what their matchup is. Alvin yeah, Kamara, Derrick Henry, like early in that game too. Yeah. Like they're they're in your lineup. Like it doesn't matter who they're playing. You know, another one, for example, is Miles Sanders, who played the New Orleans Saints, number one rush defense. And when you get talent like that, you just you you gotta play it. And I, I, I was very fortunate enough to have Miles Sanders on my bench and still win. But it would have been nice going into Monday Night Football knowing that I was going to win rather than sweating it out with Kareem Hunt and Mark Andrews trying to get five points, which you know ultimately did end up happening. Yeah. Kareem's a beast. Brown's offense, you know, he scored 42 points. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt totaled four touchdowns in the game. Like, when they get going, man, they're just a, they're a good team. Sorry. Getting back on them. Um Calvin Ridley against Julio Jones. You definitely won that matchup with Julio being out. Yeah, Calvin put up a fight. He he was trying, at least for me. Yeah. Can't say the same about Mike Evans. With Mike um, Evans, though, I don't really understand Tom Brady at all. He can't hit Mike Evans. He can't hit A.B. He can't hit Chris Godwin. But then he'll throw a perfect 40-yard dime to Scotty Miller. You know, it makes yeah. sense, right? Like, yeah. Scotty freaking Miller. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't think anyone really gets it. It's not looking good it, for them unless they can find a way to click on offense. Because if they yeah. can, they'd be scary. And and they've got the weapons. You know, you wonder if there's a disconnect there between coach and quarterback. But, you know, back to our matchup. Our, our matchup came down to depth at roster. You know, you're starting Alan Lazard, Jordan Reed, and Raheem Mostert, who unfortunately got hurt. You know, yeah. you, had, you had Kittle go down. You, you, you got the injury bug hard this year. And I, I, I mean, injuries I, are injuries. Yeah. Can't really predict them. There's nothing you can really say about them. Kittle was the worst. Then I also had OJ Howard, which I swapped for Portland Sutton, but yep. injured, obviously. Then so, Rager, I couldn't start because of that. I mean, Aguilar, I, I don't know. It's just, it was, a, it was a tough week. I thought I'd go with the matchup. Didn't pan out yeah. for Lazard and Mostert. Not running wild didn't help. Then Jordan Reed, like the 49ers system, look very good. And uh, I believe we had a side bet on that. Have you, uh, have you, I do have to take a shot. I forgot. Have about you that. taken that shot yet? We can do that at the end of the at the end of the, uh, the end of the show. Yeah, we'll do it at the end. Let's um, move on to the, to the next matchup here. So a lot, I feel we're like. going to talk about Dan versus, uh, David Montgomery, correct? Correct. So starting off in this matchup, you know, David Montgomery starting the game with an 80-yard bomb. Dan Dan was sweating a little bit. Yeah, 23 and points with uh, – he hasn't been he hasn't been that great all year besides against Green Bay because the rush defense sucks. And for some reason yesterday, 
he was able to break one. I think it has a lot to do with the line problems, but yeah. David David Montgomery is is starting to break out a little bit and is starting to become a, a above average running back. There you go, Matt. I said it. Above average. Um, Aaron there, but it's just I, I have a, it's a lot on the old line. It's a coaching situation. Not performing to expectation. No, they're didn't not. Didn't end up hurting Dan much. I, I, I mean, Dan, I think Dan was kind of sweating going into Sunday night because I think they were pretty close in points. Maybe Dan was up by 10. But it was Chase Claypool versus Stephon Diggs. Yeah. A- and and Dan had the, the Bills kicker. So, and Stephon you know, Diggs, I mean, he was having yeah. a game. Yeah, and, and and Diggs just won him, and you know that's that that's a component out of that big trade Dan made. I believe Dan, Dan's trade was Russell Wilson, Ezekiel Elliott, Stephon Diggs for Dak Prescott. Oh, I'm gonna go find it. It was Dak Prescott. It was. Oh, it wasn't OBJ right? Was it OBJ? It wasn't Odell. Odell was in the uh, in the uh, Derrick Henry trade. Which was a way to, for this to be yeah. faster, but you know Dan Travis sold Kelsey, his soul. Dan sold his soul for here it is: Dak Prescott, Curtis Samuel, Chris Carson, for my first round pick. No, so Sam Burtso Scott, Dak Prescott, Curtis Samuel, Chris Carson, a 2021 late first round pick. It'll be mine. A 2021 second. A 2021 second, a 2022 first, and a 2022 second. So, three second-round picks and two first-round picks all to upgrade three positions. And and Zeke to Chris Carson could not even be an upgrade. But Dan sold his soul to win this championship. And, you know, he got got the the first round done – you know, segueing into the next matchup, Pierce versus Peanut. Pierce's team is a unit. Yeah. An absolute unit. He's been performing, I think, the highest performer in the league for, what, the last yeah. five weeks-ish? I mean, Lamar coming back to his MVP form last night helps yes. a lot. Yeah, it does. And 124 and 2 on the After he took that shit. Austin Eckler coming back. Jonathan Taylor have you know finally living up to the 101 dynasty hype. Tyreek and Tyreek DK, Taylor. Darren Waller. Yeah. You know, he's just he's got a squad. He's got some depth issues, but Josh Jacobs has not been who you drafted Josh Jacobs to be. And Deontay Johnson uh has got butter hands. He he's got butter fingers. Can't catch the ball. Yeah. So yeah, I Yeah, that was bad. That was honestly very bad. I think he had like was it six total drops in that game? Yeah, I think it was, it was a absurd lot. like that. They ended up benching him. He, he, also, he if had, you look at his bench. He has Ty Hilton who's finally coming into play. Yeah, DJ Moore Brent, who's under who hasn't been great this year, but he's getting there. Brent Ayuk and with um, Devo yeah, getting so. hurt the way he did, that gave all the targets to him. And I don't think he's coming back this year, so he's their like only wide receiver. Yeah, Pierce's Pierce's got a squad, and you know, you know, we'll we'll get into that matchup, you know, on Thursday or Friday for that for the the round two preview show. Yeah. But that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be a fun one. 
Um, Peanuts team actually didn't have that bad of a week. It's just, it was just he was outgunned. There's not much, yeah. there's not much more to it. I mean, Matt Ryan's had kind of a disappointing year when Julio when Julio Jones is out of the lineup. Well, Julio Jones does not play. You cannot start Matt Ryan in fantasy. That's just a rule. You got to live by it. Um, it's kind of surprising. Nick 20, put up a great effort. He's just good. He's just a good player. Yeah, Tyler Rocket's, Rocket's been needed this. to win that matchup. Yeah, and we talked about that last week. Yeah. Giovanni yeah, Bernard fumbled. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just he, he played Peanut played a good game, but you know, Pierce's team it's just a flipping unit. It Speaking is. of of units of a team, team the Kaler. The Kaler gang is what I'm gonna start calling them. I don't know how I'm going to beat him. It's ridiculous. We'll, it's, we'll get into that. We'll get into that next time. But I do want to point out one thing. Our podcast has some influence. Because after we were talking about Kyler Murray in a little bit of a negative fashion, oh, he went and put in Tom Brady. Interesting move. I mean, they both it didn't play very well. But, but Yeah. I mean – yeah, you you get a guy in Derrick Henry who can just casually go for two fifteen and two, is on pace so to good. break two thousand yards this year. Like it's, it's just so freaking good. And we're in a half point PPR, and Derrick Henry James, catches two balls for seven yards, and is still a beast. Yeah, James Robinson's having a great year as an undrafted rookie free agent. So I've been just insane. I've been they, talking. They dropped Fournette for him. They spent the fourth overall pick on Fournette and traded it in for an undrafted rookie, and he's doing better than Fournette on a worse yeah. team. Like, how crazy is that? So, <laughs> hot take here, but Leonard Fournette was a worse draft pick in, in that draft than Mitch Trubisky. Leonard Fournette went four. Mitchell Trubisky went two. Hot take, hot take. I, I mean, they cut him. Would be a, they cut him. They would take Christian McCaffrey because I think he went what eighth. That's he right. went eighth. So yeah, you know, it's an interesting take. Uh, Devontae Adams is just a stud. You know, Rick and Rhino's team, even with thirty points from, from Baker Mayfield, just you know, after yeah. not starting Cam Akers, they just didn't have a chance. Having that on your Corey bench. Davis didn't have, didn't do, really yeah. just do anything because Derrick Henry was going off. Mike Jacecki, short conference finest, though helped helped a little bit. I think he got hurt though. I hopefully he's okay. Yeah. Jameson Crowder uh, ended up not doing anything. I didn't notice this, but they benched Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Who did they? They benched yeah, they Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who was sixteen for thirty-two and then five receptions for fifty-nine yards. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Oi, Goose last week. Yeah, he was he was. Uh, I think he was sick, yeah, and then can't risk that in the playoffs. Was too. activated, but then Andy Reid doing Andy Reid things. Just he didn't get it. Didn't get a snap at all. So yeah. you know, yeah, I'm gonna do a quick prediction here, but it's gonna be Kaylor Pierce in 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 the ship. I think. We'll worry about that in the next episode. 
But so, I was just looking at Rick's uh, Rick and Rhino's lineup. And they have Denzel, Mims, and Jamison Crowder. So if a certain Trevor Lawrence comes in next year, they those could become two pretty good pieces. Yeah. If he if he plays well and they fire Adam Gase. They gotta fire Adam Gase. They also have Cam Akers that is just and Edward Delaire. So they got a young team, Tua Tonga Bailoa to go with Baker. So they got a team that could actually bounce back pretty well next year and depending on where Corey Davis lands. Yeah, and you know, especially like Baker Mayfield's trending, you know, he, he you know, three, four games. Sorry, guys, but here are some technical interruptions. The recording stopped here, and we restarted again, so we're new. Get over it.